wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelles. You're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined as always by the Beijing sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's happening, y'all? What it do? And Dr. Eric Frederick Douglas Tomas. Mm. Tomas. Tomas. Oh, that's man. French for Thomas. Hey, that's hey, hood hey. for Thomas. I know that's right. <laughs> hey, let me just say this. Estoy no feliz, meaning Hugh Jackson got fired. I'm not oh, happy right man. now. Oh, I'm oh, hurt yeah. right now. It's this a fiery spirit in the in the ear. I'm about to burn all my brownie stuff. My 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 <laughs> winter coat, winter hat, the winter wow. boots, all my yeah. stuff. I'm burning it, bro. They got rid of my they got rid of my man, fifty grand. Yeah, I thought that was crazy. They went. Oh, I'm like, you kept my man when they went on sixteen. They actually winning some games this year. And you and got rid fired of my man. And I, I'm talking I about see, not just winning, bro. Taking folks into triple. Quadruple uh-huh. overtime. I'm talking about overtime kings. Putting in overtime work, bro. <laughs> putting in, this yeah, was the worst they, game they had against Pittsburgh, but bro, they've been putting in work. And it's yeah, like and just you know as what's crazy? Here go the thing. Let me let me, let me let me let me make a real life comparison right now. It was 0-16. Then this year they won a couple games, went into overtime, yes. a couple they were progressing. And they fired them because for real, man, they think they should be seeing more than what they're seeing. And a lot of people, yeah. man, that's you out yeah. there listening. I'm not trying to be deep. And you are tuning in to Why Not Sports with the homie D. Murph. So why not? Why not? Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? Yeah. Why not sports? It impacts your everyday life. Why not sports? It's more than on and off the court. Why not sports? Hey. Why not sports? D Murph. You a fool for this one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh, hey, my bad, y'all. I was. Man, just listening to what I normally listen to, the Secret to Success podcast with CJ, E.T., and Carl. But y'all, man, y'all, I'm glad y'all bearing with me. But world, my podcasters, people from Breview, E.T.A., I got somebody that has influenced me for years. Some might say, hey, you, you sound like them. Y'all got similar styles. Husband, father. President of Eric Thomas and Associates, educator, whatever you, a Lions fan for those out there, you know, but world, I have Mr. CJ Quinney on the other end. What's up, bro? And thank you for joining Why Not Sports. Hey, D, you shouldn't have gave me that much pub on the opening. They thought it was going to be ET. You know what I'm saying? They was like, oh, E on the, oh, man, shoot. We got Tito Jackson. You know what I'm saying? You couldn't get couldn't get Michael just yet. You know what I'm saying? You got Tito on the line, but you know we're gonna hold it down anyway, man. I appreciate you having me on, bro. Oh, no doubt, man. No doubt. So, like you guys said, I was alluding to, yeah, man. Et, man. Like I told you guys, man. I got these gentlemen who I've been fortunate enough to link up with in person. 
2019, I'm going to make more of an effort with no excuses. But anyway, CJ, if you can just let the world know, man, just kind of your upbringing, man. No being from the Midwest, husband, father, all that good stuff. So they can just get to know you more on another level. Yeah, no, I'll run it down real quick, man. Born and raised in Lansing, Michigan. Uh, home of the Spartans, of course. So I've uh, been a diehard Michigan State Spartan my whole life. I uh, was a ball player for, you know, my entire life. Uh, thought I was going to the league to play football. I was, uh, you know, top ranked in the in the state my junior and senior year. Unfortunately, two back-to-back ACL tears junior and senior year kind of ended my football career right there. Um, by God's grace, was still able to get into Michigan State University. Um, you know, was a jock, so I struggled a little bit. I was a jock D without, like, the support that the jocks get. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> You know, like, I didn't have, like, study table where some <laughs> chick just wrote my whole paper oh, for me. Oh, you, you trying know, to tell on me, had, big dog. Don't be telling you know on me, saying? man. Hey, exactly. <laughs> I had to actually do some work. So that was a wake-up call for me, man. And, um, you know, I stuck through it, you know, some hard times in college, man, and was eventually able to uh, meet E. Uh, you know, we've been rocking ever since. You know, most of you know I'm E's right-hand man for, I don't know, 13, 14 years now, man, and also was able to meet my wife at that time who's from Detroit, but uh, we met at Michigan State. And, uh, man, start a life, man, and, you know, to go on this journey that we're on now, man. I got a four-year-old, Trey, who is uh, my namesake, man, who will be five in January, and my daughter, who is uh, runs the, the house with an iron fist. Hmm. She's two. And, um, yeah, man, we're in uh, currently in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, and my wife is down here. She works with uh, for General Electric, so that's kind of what brought us down here, even though we run the company out of Michigan and really run it out of an airplane, to be honest with you. But, um, yeah, we're in the South as of now, and, man, life is good. No complaints, D. Man, that's what's up, man. And, and as I've told you before, man, you remember when I shot you them texts like, bro, how do you balance all this with the family, mm-hmm. with the brand, with traveling mm-hmm. and everything else? Because, yeah. I, I, I think, it, yeah, so, so I mean, here's the thing. People have to understand something. It's seasons for everything. So mm-hmm. I didn't balance it well early in my life. And my wife probably didn't balance it well either, but we didn't have any kids. We were younger. Mm-hmm. We were on the grind. You know, both of us wanted to be elite in our professions. And so we worked ungodly hours. We really did. And then when the kids came along, it was a situation where, you know, things had to slow down, right? You got different responsibilities, you got different obligations, and both of us kind of understood that we couldn't keep running at that pace and be quality parents. And so, um, you know, your priorities start to realign. But I think the one thing that having kids allowed me to do is it allowed me to get better with my usage of the time. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you don't have kids, you got all day, and I'm an entrepreneur, so I never went to an office, punched a clock, anything. You got all day, you know you got all day. Mm-hmm. So it's like back in the day, D, when you would like write a paper, right? And the teacher would be like, yo, your paper's due on December 5th. <laughs> they might have told you this on like November 1st. You know when you work on that paper? Yep. December 4th. Yeah, I'm about to say December you know 3rd, December 4th. Yeah, yeah. you start getting around to it. Because somebody gave you a month to do it, you took a month. Mm-hmm. But if I would have told you the paper's due in two days, you'd have got it done in two days. Right. And so I think with me having you know kids and a wife and kind of slowing down and getting the house and all of that, it forced me to be a, uh, a master of time. And so I still get a lot more accomplished probably than I even did when I was working like crazy uh, because I'm more efficient with my time. So I think that time management is really how you use your time. If you need 17, 18 hours in a day to do your job, you're doing something wrong. So 
Uh, yeah, no, nah, man, it's uh, it's it's still a balance, especially with the travel and stuff like that. But uh, man, I got an amazing wife who's very understanding and very supportive of the dreams as, as I am of hers, and uh, we're making it work, man. And I told y'all earlier, I reached out to CJ a few times because this guy is putting in the work. He's putting out the vision, putting out the dream for people like me. Uh, for those who don't know, episode seven, taking the stance. Uh, was blessed enough that he didn't even know of me at the time but he did read my review so if y'all don't believe me look it up and check it out episode seven taking a stance on why not sports and two years plus later wow yeah. and, and now yeah. i'm an author now i'm doing speaking yeah. engagement so yeah yeah come on man congratulations <laughs> bro let them know let the people know we're not out here playing man and you know seriously kudos to you d because Man, a lot of people get the information, bro. A lot yeah. of people get the information. A lot of people listen to the podcast. A lot of people listen to ET's videos every day. Yeah. And they're still stuck in the same place they were when they started listening. Yeah. And they're using it as entertainment. Yeah. You didn't use it as just entertainment, although hopefully you got some entertainment out of it. Oh, no doubt. You used it as, you know, a conduit to, to you know, get to that next level and to um, start achieving those things for you, your family, etc. So kudos to you on that. I appreciate that too, big brother. I'm definitely humble. And just want to just continue to talk on next level. So once your athletic days were over, what was the deciding factor, man, for you to say, you know what? I need to figure out a new path in my life. And if so, what were you doing once you realized your career was done as an athlete? Yeah, so I realized it was done as soon as I tore my ACL my senior year. The other thing is I had a major shoulder reconstruction, 10th grade. So literally 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, I had major catastrophic injuries. And I was just tired, to be honest with you, D. I was tired of going under the knife. And I was like, all right, God, it's clearly sports ain't, you know, the lick. But I had always been interested in mentoring. And real quick, the reason I was always interested in mentoring, especially African-American males, mm -hmm. was I grew up with, probably the best dad you could ever have right like my dad was like the dad of the neighborhood he was like the dad everybody wanted to be around and when i was young you know i didn't quite understand that but as i got older i understood like yo you're very blessed and privileged to have your father most kids who look like you don't have a father in their life and so i felt this huge sense of responsibility and this obligation to give back so i started mentoring and, and things of that nature and i'll be honest i didn't look at it as a career I just looked at it as something I like to do. I wanted to give back. So I joined, you know, Big Brothers, Big Sisters. I started mentoring at the Boys and Girls Club. And I was just in that space. And when I met E, he was in that same space. But I didn't understand at that time that you could actually make this into, like, a career or a profession. And E was the one who kind of told me, like, yo, you got a gift. You got a gift to speak. You got a heart for the community. Like, yo, this is something that we could take to the next level. And so... I was already in it, but I think E helped me to hone it and figure out that it was actual, um, you know, I could make a living out of this and give back and do what I love doing as well as, you know, provide a great life for my family. And shout out to E.T. again for giving a young man an opportunity to spread his wings as well. Already. <laughs> yep, Even though, already. like you said, there were times when you was like, yo, 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 bro, yo, yo, E, what's up, man? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm not able yeah. to... Uh, Put, put, put some yeah. food in my stomach, man. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the donuts ain't being made, baby. You know what I'm saying? We in the factory, but ain't nobody making them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, so again, continue to inspire me, man. So let's talk about your Lions, though, man. Like, Oh, uh, do we have to? Just a little bit. Do we have to? I mean, you are one oh, not Lord. sports, man. But on the positive yeah, note, yeah. on the positive note, 
Man, oh you God, got, you got one for the Lions? I, I got, I got one positive thing. It's always okay. next year, and a, and a nice draft pick, oh, maybe geez, the Heisman. I mean, I know we just not we, but the Lions just paid Stafford that nice chunk of money. I would yep. say maybe yep. a quarterback, you know, potential mm-hmm. move, but you know, there's still some 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 good defense. Well, they say your boy Kyler Murray going to play baseball anyway. Yep, yes. <laughs> So he, so he not our, He might not be the answer if he's going to be the next Ricky Henderson. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, let me tell you something, man. In all seriousness, the Lions are obviously my hometown. You, you, you kind of, you know, you can't pick who your siblings are. You can't pick where you grew up and who no, you sir. root for. You know no, what I mean? Sir. Like, that's just, it's in my blood. The Lions are trash, have been trash, and who knows, maybe always will be trash. I love them. They're the lovable losers. Um, it is irritating and frustrating. I actually told somebody the other day, I think it's harder. The Lions haven't won a playoff game since, I think, 93, something like that. Wow. I, I told somebody the other day, I think it's actually harder to not win one in that time than it is to win one. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. It's actually a huge accomplishment that they haven't been. Like, that says something. That's like historic levels of sucking to not have one playoff win in that amount of time when you consider the fact that we went only 16 some years we had some terrible like we had all the top draft picks and still couldn't get it right so yeah. it's frustrating man you know um the one the one thing I will say is I'm willing to give Matt Patricia some time. He came over from the Patriots. Yep. Uh obviously, you know, he was good there. It takes a while to get, you know, your system ingrained um into the players to get the type of players you want. So I am, you know, while I see other people frustrated with Patricia already, I am willing to give him some time. Bob Quinn, our GM, also came from the Patriots. If you can't beat him, join him. Uh right. so I hope uh hopefully uh Brady and Belichick get so sick of each other that Belichick, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, comes over. He, you know, comes in as the, the co-head coach or something. Uh, but in all seriousness, man, we'll see. I feel bad. Stafford is a decent quarterback uh, to good. And you know how it is, D, in this league, man. You know, it's, yeah. uh, oftentimes you just have to compare it to, like, other QBs. And it's just not a QB-heavy league. So it, Stafford is in that weird spot where he ain't never won a playoff game. He ain't Brady, Rodgers, yeah, right. Breeze, but also the downside of getting rid of him and then bringing in somebody from the lower, I mean, you're talking about, you know, it could get real ugly, right? Just like you right. see the Redskins the other night, like, you know, they would uh, they give their left arm for Stafford. So, yeah. you know, you kind of got to be careful. And when you the Lions, you know what I'm saying? It's like a bro, you know you a five and your girl a eight. You like, yo, she ain't no 10, but for sure she the best we going to do. So I'm going to just hold on to her. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, we're going to hold on to Stafford for a little while. And, you know, maybe by uh, some sort of miracle, man, we can get some strong defensive ends. We can get a pass rush going. And, um, you know, we'll see if we can't get a couple offensive linemen to protect them and see if we can put a run together. But I'm not, uh, I'm not holding my breath like I was when I was little. And I respect that because even on your podcast, which we're about to speak on now, you are upfront about the Lions and how they are and how mm-hmm. far as an mm-hmm. entrepreneur mindset is like your ROI, you're not getting it. So, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, not at all. And here go the thing. Y'all see how I'm talking about the Lions and all that? I'll be real. I ain't watched the Lions and <laughs> I probably haven't seen them since probably game three. And one, because I'm busy. And two, I'm just yeah. not about to prioritize foolishness. You right. know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, and don't get me wrong, I'm not one of them people who like, yo, I ain't got time to watch football because I'm so deep. Like, no, I like football and yeah. I watch football. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, watched the Monday night game last mm-hmm. night 
and uh, Kirk Cousins got served up, unfortunately, a Michigan yes, State sir. Spartan. I was pulling for him, but um, <laughs> they, he couldn't get nothing done. But I just, you, if you're going, if that's the level of product you're going to put out there, while I love you and I hope you win, I'm not about to prioritize that level of trash. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? So, right. yeah, I mean, the one good thing that's good about the Lions being that bad is it gives me a Sunday back, and my wife loves it because she's like, yo, you want to go to Target? I'm like, bet, let's roll. <laughs> and, uh, you know, have we been... You know, uh, 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 eight and four, I'd have been like, yeah, we, you're going to have to wait till 430. Yeah. But now, nah, man, I'm just like, you know what? It is what it is, man. Blessings to him. I don't hate on him. Uh, but, yeah, no, nah, I've been uh, very upfront about being a little frustrated, man. And, you know, I'm just not going to watch y'all get, you know, put in the dirt every week. So, Yes, sir. And yes, sir. So you're talking about the wife. So when was it that moment? Again, because I'm big on relationships. I'm married. And I know this balancing act. And as you guys can hear, I got mm-hmm. Lil D with me. Wifey had to step out. And she was like, hey, no hey uh, I'll be back. But anyway. I don't care nothing about your podcast, exactly. girl. I got stuff to do. <laughs> I will see you later. Exactly. So just to just add to what you're saying, but that's real, man. And what was the the point where she was like, okay, you, you really about this entrepreneurship? Um, I think the good thing for me, D, is that my wife and E had – you know, a great relationship gotcha. before we actually took off to do this. Like, they were gotcha. cool. They were close. A lot of people don't know this, but my wife actually worked with E before I did. Like, oh. I met, when I met E, I met Candace at the same, like, simultaneously, and they were already running the program that I came in to be a part of. So E and Candace knew each other before me and E knew each other. Gotcha. So the fact that they had this relationship, one, I think, helped tremendously because not only did she believe in me, she believed in the person I was going to battle with. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she also saw our work ethic and the things that we were doing leading up to us leaving our job at Michigan State. And so I think she knew, all right, I'm not sure how long it's going to take. I'm not sure how they're going to do it. But if it's two people I believe can make this thing happen, I believe it's probably CJ and ET. You know what I mean? Powerful. And for those entrepreneurs out there, I feel like I'm on uh, listening to the Secret of Success podcast. But like I told yeah, you, yeah, he, no he's a big, a big influence in my life and what I do. Sometimes, man, it, usually your blessings are right in front of you, whether that's the person, yeah. whether yeah. that's the idea, whether that's the mm-hmm. location. Usually the answer or whatever you need is usually right in front of you. And CJ basically mm-hmm. is making that theory for me true that, hey, his wife and his partner in crime and et was you know right there and they knew each other where he didn't have to seek and find you know those people so that's absolutely bro that's powerful man and the podcast what who i I know who you know led you guys to do it but what made you guys you know be as consistent as you are dropping the heat and giving out gems and nuggets man that yeah, like, I, people I think pay I had to thousands be, and thousands of dollars to get what y'all be speaking, bro. Yeah, no, I think I had to be, um, you know, I had to, you know, sometimes you got to eat your own cooking. Yeah. And here I was <laughs> telling people, you you got to be consistent. You got to follow through. You got to do it every week. You got to give the people something. And then we start doing the podcast initially, and me and E would do it like whenever we felt like it. Like right. we would put out one, and then like three months later we'd be like, yo, let's do another podcast. And I noticed that it wasn't getting the traction that, 
you know, I felt it should get. So he and I sat down. And I was like, yo, we're going to have to put this thing together and do it consistently like we did with Thank God It's Monday. Right. You know, um, you know, like we do now with, you know, I'm not sure if anybody's familiar with Toby, but we did, you know, Toby did the oh, Get Twisted Houston. Sundays. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, H-Town. Um, you know, the Get Twisted Sundays, the consistency is what really allows, you know, the cream to rise to the top. And so we sat down, man, and we were kind of like, all right, let's go. And at first, I wasn't exactly sure what the podcast would sound like, look like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I just knew that it was something that we would do consistently. Like for anybody who was an early adapter, you'd notice Carl wasn't on the podcast. He was there. He would record because he had the equipment. But then so many of the stories that we told, because Carl's been with us so long, like some of the stories we told, Carl was like a part of them. So I would always ask Carl to like chime in. And then eventually Carl like jumped on the podcast. And so um, I think the main point there, D, is do something and be consistent with it and let it evolve and grow. So many times as entrepreneurs, we want to start and just have a finished product from day one. No, you got to go through, you got to fail, you got to make some mistakes, you got to hear feedback, you got to, you know, implement other things, try some things, and then eventually you'll get to the point where it's actually rolling. And now, um, you know, while the podcast is definitely not perfect you know we got you know i don't know a hundred thousand you know listeners a week who tune in and you know appreciate what we're doing and so uh we couldn't have got to that hundred thousand without the consistency listen to what i'm saying even with et as big as he is and as big as his following is when we weren't consistent with it it had no following mm. there was zero like even as big as you would think oh he got a million followers and all these people we just put it out and it blow up mm when we were inconsistent with the podcast, we literally had probably like 25 subscribers. Mm. As soon as we start getting consistent with it, now we're doing 100,000 a week. And so that's a message to somebody out there, whether you're in business. Shoot, D, real talk. You talking about marriage. You want to, you know, rekindle some things with your wife. Come on. You have to be consistent, bro. You can't bring flowers one day and then six months later bring another set of flowers. Like, yo, why is she tripping? Like, yo, you have to be consistent in your behavior. And we were consistent in the behavior and the results started to show. And I want to continue to add to the show. So, I know there were times when CJ would read the bad reviews. (laughs) Oh, all the time. Still do, bro. Still do. And that's what I want to hit on because you're you're being authentic, you're being transparent. And I think what has helped me is that segment Mm -hmm. of the show. Like, Merv, you not nice. Merv, you 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 trying to relive your hoop dreams when you was doing this, right, and doing right, that. Right. You're a grown man, Merv, and it yeah, hit me like, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna start telling my flaws, and people really yeah, like course. the flaws. Yeah, no, I think you know, for me, one, like I said, it, I, you know, I just believe in trying to be different. So one, like for real, if I sit up there and read all the positive things. Everybody just hit the snooze button, right? It's just like, yo, I'm, you know, I've heard this before. But the fact that we actually read the negative comments and the right. negative feedback, one, I think it, you know, it humanizes us. And I, and I really wanted to show people that, yourself included. Like, yo, you're not, all your feedback's not going to be great. Like, right. there are going to be, be some people that can't stand what you do. But what happens is, biz, again, in business or what, what have you, you try to be for everybody and you're for nobody. Right. And so I realized that some people just not going to like the, swagger the podcast like let's be real we worked eight years now or maybe 10 years of building up ease brand and nobody knew who me or carl was Mm -hmm. and so they got so endeared with et and now you throw the podcast in and i'm really the main voice on the podcast i'm the leader of the podcast and some people like yo 
I didn't tune in for this dude. I don't know who he is. Right. I remember somebody was like, yo, I ain't. who is this dude? Right? He ain't did no TGIMs. He didn't do Secret to Success. He wasn't on the Guru story. Why that blank do I got to listen to him? Yeah. And I read it, and people don't like it. And it's all good. There are tons of people who do like it. But I'm not tripping, man. But I wanted to read the negative reviews, one, to keep us humble and, and humanize us to the audience, but also to show the audience, like, yo, we're not immune to, like, you think we deep, you know, people want to take pictures with E and autographs and right. all that foolishness. We're not immune to people hating on us either. And so it just started as kind of something fun I did, and I didn't even realize the response would be so great. But now when I see people in the streets, they're like, yo, you got to do more <laughs> negative feedback. I'm like, man, y'all just love when we get killed. So, um, yeah, no, it's, uh, it, it's, it's been fun, man. And like I said, just, a, just an element I wanted to throw into the podcast to keep the people on their toes, man. And you have and people like me on my toes, man. But, man, I, I, I greatly appreciate your time, man. If you could just let the world know. Is that see, it, D? We done already? Uh, are you, I mean, I know you got a tight schedule, brother. I, I was man, respectful. Come on, bro. You said thirty-five minutes. It's only been twenty-five. We All right, copy that. Minutes, All right, well, bet, bet. Where bet. you at? Yeah, I didn't come. Hey, we've been postponing this too long to you end right. it prematurely. Now you, you right. Hey, 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 y'all, y'all see how much CJ got love for the big homie? Hey, I'm, of course. A, te- a tear course. just came down, y'all. But man, but I mean, I, I can talk. You know what I'm saying? This is what we do. Uh, like, like he said, he's a host of a show. Um, I know there have been some transitions because I know I'm going to just go backtrack, man. Break the cycle. Yep. That was something that you guys originally started, right? Break the cycle yeah, yeah. before you know you guys made that transition. I know there was some personnel that were no longer part of it as well. So when you guys had that moment of starting that company and starting that business and speaking and things like that, it wasn't always easy. I remember you told the story of the vending machines. And some yeah. of the school systems yeah. and districts really wasn't. Yeah, no, it, 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 you know, and and I'm gonna answer this, D, and then I want to get and use our last bit. Well, let's do some sports, bro. I don't okay. get to do sports podcast. You know, okay. I love sports. So, okay, so come ask on. Me about some sports too. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I always I, I, my, in my second life, I'm uh, you know, Mike Wilbon or something. You know there what you I'm go. saying? Well, like, let's I, go I want, then. I, got I always want to do a PTI. Um, real quick, but let me answer your question, man. Uh, frustration, doubt, uh, guilt, fear. Um, you know, anxiety, all of these things are normal feelings, believe mm-hmm. it or not. So if you're out there and you're listening and you're like, man, I got this idea and you're nervous about it and you're fearful and you wonder how people going to like it and you're worried about it not working, trust me, do it anyway. Those are all the same feelings that every single entrepreneur who starts anything has. The difference between the ones who succeed and the ones who don't are the ones that don't succeed are usually the ones that get inside their own head and shut it down prematurely. The most genius thing that we ever did and the most, you know, beautiful thing that was so sweet that we did is we just never quit. Like, it's like this. It's the, I use the analogy of like, imagine like a marathon that just never ends, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you started, and, and you ever seen the movie um, Wildcats? Here goes a sports reference. You remember you the movie Wildcats yes, with sir. Goldie Hawn? Yep, yep. Okay, yep. you remember when she was on the track and all the dudes was like, oh, we about to race her, and <laughs> she was like, yo, last one standing. Yep. And sure, and sure enough, like, they start dropping one by one. Boom. They, oh, they, yep. they didn't have the endurance. Some of them were faster than her. I mean, if they were in a 40, they'd have smoked them, but entrepreneurship is a marathon. And so what happened is in the movie, go watch the movie, Goldie Hawn was literally just running. She just kept on running. Everybody started falling. Boom, it started raining outside. It was muddy. It was nasty. And she was standing. I think her and Wesley Snipes might have been like the last two. And sure enough, 
Wesley dropped, boom, and she was the last one standing. It don't mean she was the sweetest. It don't mean hers was the prettiest. It don't mean she was the fastest. It just meant that when it came down to it, she had the most endurance. And when I look at what we went through, there were several times where we could have quit. We could have gave up and been like, yo, you know what, man? We tried this thing out. It's not working. No money's coming in. People saying we dumb. My mama looking at me crazy because I got to borrow money from her and I got a master's degree. My whole family like, oh, I thought CJ was going to be this big hot shot. Now he broke. Like, yo, you got to get through all of that. And I tell E all the time, like, at least once a month, I'll say to E, like, man, what if we would have quit? You know what I'm saying? What if we would have quit? Right. And so the genius thing that we did, man, was just really we never quit. We never gave up. We stayed on the track. We kept running. And we're still running right now, man. It is. It is. Uh, this is a, a journey, not a destination. And so we just, you know, we're going to keep being that little engine that could, bro. Yes, indeed. And destinations, man. D-Wade, one last dance, man. We're going to talk sports yeah. about big brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, D-Wade, man, what a career. You know, an amazing career. Uh, what a way to close it out, man. And, you know, even more so as, I, you know, I'm grown. Me and D-Wade probably about the same age. I might have a year on him. Um, but, man, I'm just happy to see him off the court. He looks happy. Like, yeah. I'm looking at him and, 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 and Gabby, yeah, yeah. and I'm like, yo, they look super happy. You know, congrats to them. Just, you know, had a child, yeah. whatever. But, you know, you see that he's ready to transition from life off the court, man, and that's so big for a lot of the players that we work with. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, a lot of times, man, you, you, they're not sure how to handle that transition because let's be honest, like D-Wade, like a year younger than me, I'm 36, he might be 35, mm -hmm. 34, and you're retiring. Yeah. Like, yo, that's a big thing. Like, you think about, like, my dad retired when he was, like, 60. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? Or, or 55 or something. You know, you think about when you're supposed to retire. You're supposed to be like, all right, cool, I lived these years. You're retiring at 34, 35 years old. you got to figure out what the, you, you're going to do for the rest of your life. So, amazing career on the court, a champion every sense of the word. And then off the court, man, just, you know, extremely proud to see what he's, um, you know, been able to accomplish. And, yeah, blessings to them going forward, bro. So, what's up with the bromance, bro though, man? I know we was coming up. It was always the bad boys and knocking people yeah, teeth out yeah. and just some hard, rugged fouls. Yeah. So today, what do you think about the bromance? Not not just with uh, him and and uh, D Way and LeBron, but you know other people. It's kind of like, hey, that's my boy, you, man. We ain't. Gonna, you know what? You know? You, here goes the crazy thing. I don't know if you heard about Giannis, but somebody sent me a meme of Giannis the other day that said he turned down invitations to yes, work out with Kobe. Kevin Durant and yep. LeBron James yep. Yep. to work out with Kobe yep. because he didn't want to be buddy-buddy with the people on the court. And yep. let me tell you something. He I, he went immediately to my favorite player in the league. Mm -hmm. um, and I guess, man, I, I try to be open-minded. I think D, I'm like, right? But I think millennials is like 36 <laughs> and under. And I yep. am 36. So, like, I think I straddle the line between, like, old school and new school right and you know i it is a bit much for me man you know you see these guys vacationing together every off season you know you hear reports about like oh i'm playing in your city tonight i'm not even gonna stay at the hotel i'm gonna just stay at your house yeah ah! <laughs> it's just it's a little much for me man yes, i try not to be the old get off my grass kind of guy <laughs> but i do appreciate 
I think that's why I appreciate like Westbrook. Yeah, like man. Westbrook don't look like he really trying to be nobody's best friend. friend. Like yep. he like, yo, I'm trying to take your head off. Yep. And I think Kobe was the same way. Right. And um, I do appreciate that about Giannis if, if those reports are true. Um, and not to dog anybody who does it the buddy buddy way, but just for me as a fan, like I get involved in the game, right? right. So like I don't want to think that like my heart was broke over the game. We lost. <laughs> I'm pissed off. I slammed the remote down, and, and you at dinner with the dude yeah. who just kicked your butt. <laughs> That don't really do it for me, which is why, you know, I've had to prioritize some things as I get older. Like, oh, okay, this is all entertainment, bro. <laughs> I love it, y'all. Hey, he wants some sports talk. We're going to give him that sports talk. Give so, me one or two more, man. Let me get one or two all more. Right, all right, bet. So, I got one more in, in for the NBA, and I'm going to go NFL. So Okay, cool. Let's I know you said the Golden State Warriors. I know you spoke yep. on them for the past couple of years. Yep. It's hard to beat them. You got, of course, yep. your, your, your Michigan State peer. And, and Draymond, yep, yep, yep. Um, do you still think they can take it all away, man? Even with the injuries uh, yeah, and the tension I don't have between. Any doubt. Okay. Yeah, I know they're having some struggles now, and you know, Katie and um, you know Draymond having a little beef here and there. But <laughs> man, I just be honest, bro. Let, let's be real. At the end of the day, they gonna get it worked out. And come to playoffs, who more would you want with the rock in their hand than KD and Steph? Um, you know, I don't, I don't think. As I look around the league, mm-hmm. I don't think anybody's taking that step. I don't think Boston is as good as we thought they would be. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, they seem to be okay, but not. I'm, and I don't know, D. I maybe I'm, maybe I'm tripping. I expected them to be a little bit better. Uh, um, and and so when I look around the league, I'm just like, you still got to think of who you could see beating them in seven games. Right. Do I think somebody could push them a little bit? Maybe. Yeah. Do I think somebody, I mean, because you got these upstart teams that I like, you know, you got, you know, the Nuggets and you look at, you know, them and what the Clippers been able to do and some other stuff. But man, in seven games, uh, it's, it, there's no way the Warriors will three-peat after they do bring me back on the show so I can gloat. Um, <laughs> Come on but, welcome, yeah, baby. Come on. Yeah, nobody, nobody's beating the Warriors. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm not, a, even though my man daddy on the squad, I'm, I'm not a huge fan of this particular dynasty. And I think obviously it looks like it's coming to an end after this year with, um, KD leaving and possibly Clay, yep. um, but who knows? You know, we'll see. But uh, yeah, now nah, I'm 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 hoping I'm wrong. You know, but at the same time, uh, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's going to be much of a challenge for them out there again. No matter so, if it's Toronto. I like Toronto, man, but you know Toronto got to show me something in the playoffs. <laughs> LeBron just snatched their heart out, you know, a yeah, hundred yeah. times in a row. Right. Same with Portland, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, y'all, y'all can't be hitting Lillard, you know, Lowry. I love these guys, but man, when the playoffs come around, all of a sudden, you know, they like uh, the Monstars took all their powers or something. Yes, so yes, I want to see. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm from the uh, Michigan, but I'm from the Show Me State too come now, on. and uh, I need to see something out of them boys in you know clutch situations before I go out on a limb and say that they're ready. But, you know, having Kawhi there in Toronto, you know, Kawhi's been there, done that. Maybe that brings a new attitude to them. They do look really good. But, I mean, come on, bro. Think about it. Toronto beating the Warriors. Come on. You can't even, you can't even get that out your mouth and be serious right. about it. And the Rockets, if, if if healthy, that's been another argument in the city. Man, you know, CP my dude, too. So, um, yeah, I would like to see them. Yeah, I'd like to see them, too. I think it hurt. You know, I don't think anybody anticipated the Ariza move hurting them quite as bad as it did. Um, but, you know, you see, man, a lot of people, man, you look at some of these support players and you think, ah, oh, they're not that deep. Man, you take them off the team. You take Draymond off the Warriors, and all of a sudden, 
they don't look quite as you know special and spectacular. You know what I mean? So you look right. at these role players, and um, you know it might be a lesson in that D for the people out there listening. You got your squad, but you know sometimes those you know that that fourth, fifth person, that sixth person, that that sixth man off the bench can sometimes be the difference between winning and losing. And uh, I think we're seeing that you know with Houston, man. They they even though Ariza wasn't necessarily the star and the name that everybody would recognize, right. he brought a toughness, he brought length, he brought some D to that team that they obviously needed. And, uh, I think they're trying to figure it out now without him, and I think they will. They got so much offense, I think they will get it figured out. But um, yeah, no, them Rockets is you know I rock with them, man. CP, my dude. So yes, sir. Yeah, shout out to the Rockets. Yes, sir. And the, like I said, world, the NFL and the running backs that has impacted the NFL, and what I mean by that is Le'Veon Bell and Kareem. Yeah, both those teams, yeah. the Steelers and the Chiefs, were projected mm-hmm. in the top three. Now. Mm-hmm. They barely, they might not even win the game in the playoffs, or might not mm-hmm. even make the playoffs. Meaning the Steelers. So, mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on the significance of running backs today, especially them two, and what can they teams do? And Big Ben just got hurt. What do you think those two teams can do in the AFC, or is this going to be another Patriot Championship? Uh, you know what? I kind of thought it was going to be another Patriots championship, but they're going to have to show me something after they lost like that the other day to the <laughs> Against Dolphins. the Dolphins? <laughs> yeah, that, that hurt, bro. That, don't don't get it twisted. That hurts a little bit. Um, but if anybody can overcome it, is Belichick and Brady, of course. Um, I got a couple rules in life, and one of those consists upon never bet against the Patriots. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, or the Warriors, so, for that matter. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying they win every time. I'm just not going to go against them. Uh, but I, I wouldn't be shocked if you know now you know the the Patriots got it together. But I st- but I'll be honest with you, I think the Steelers are in more trouble than you know the, the Chiefs only yeah. because that boy Mahomes is special, Ooh. bro, and he can and I see him <laughs> yeah. uh, you know take over games just playing backyard ball. And uh, he like Brett Favre with speed out there. Yeah. And, um, you know, to watch what he's been able to do with Andy Reid has been just incredible. So I actually like where KC is. I think that they have probably, you know, as good a shot as anybody in the AFC. Uh, really like the Saints team over in the NFC. Uh, obviously the Rams, um, you know, are, are decent. I think they'll be okay. Uh, I believe they, they just came off a loss too, right? Right. The Rams just came off a loss. Hell against um, the Bears. Yeah, the Bears. That's right. Yeah, the Bears <laughs> made them look real good. Leo Mack. Shout out to the – oh, no. Yeah. Man. Oh, man, no. You ain't never <laughs> lie. That boy is something special. And I think – you know, what's crazy is I think besides quarterback, defensive end might be the most posi- um, you know, most important position in football, man. You saw mm-hmm. Von Miller win a Super Bowl from defensive end spot. Right. Um, and we've seen it in the past, man. But having that pass rush is – crazy but i actually like where kansas city is obviously the hunt situation is crazy and man any you know young boys out here listening man mm-hmm. it's not even the act people are like oh you shouldn't have did it you shouldn't have. whatever the mindset is that allowed right. you to do that you got to right. get that corrected right. it's not the behavior it's the mindset that allows you to even get to that point um you know that that you could let something like that happen man so like i said uh you know i, I hope he gets help um, you know, I hope he gets it fixed. And kudos to Kansas City for making a swift move. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, bro, we we cannot have that. You know, and I don't want to get on the soapbox here. I really don't, because that's not why I came on the podcast. But man, we got. If you need help, if you need counseling, get whatever help you need to right. get your mind right. Because, uh, man, your talent can take you places your character can't keep you. Mm. Principal 
Over feelings, y'all. My bad. I, go. I, I got that from these. Uh, my bad. What else, yeah, CJ? I keep no forgetting doubt. I was talking to you, man. Feel, no <laughs> doubt. No doubt. Absolutely. You on the podcast. You uh, on our podcast. Uh-huh. You know <laughs> what I mean? But no, I'm truly grateful, though, brother, man. And I know yeah, I want no, you I to. I appreciate you having me, dude. Man, and, and, we, and then, like you said, after the season, it's on and popping. Oh, yeah. No. Once, uh, so we once can really the, do uh, our yeah. sports talk. I'm yeah, gonna, once the Super Bowl is a Super Bowl will be over and the NBA, man, we'll come back on, man. And I definitely want to come on and talk more sports. Like I said, I do personal development with 99.9% of my day, man. So it's always a pleasure yeah. to come on here. And I know you do a hybrid of both, and kudos on that. It's a great show, man. Yes, For those sir. of you listening, don't just listen, man. Just support this man, all right? Share the that. podcast. You know, put it out. Let your friends hear whatever. This man is putting out quality work. And, um, you know, the biggest way that you can support that is not only listening yourself, but sharing it with some other people, man, and, and making his platform big. We don't have a ton of, especially black males, uh, doing super positive stuff in the space, giving it out for free. And anytime we do that and it's quality work, man, we need to celebrate it. So uh, everybody out there who listens on a regular basis, don't just listen. Spread the message. Tell a friend. Tell them to download it. Tell them to go on iTunes. Rank it. Do everything uh, to support this man. And, um, yeah, D, thanks for being a great example, bro. Man, humble blessings and salute to you, brother. Also, man, my man's an author. The book is sold out. Last time I yeah. checked, My yeah, Secret no. Superpower, Trey's Jungle yeah. Adventure. I got my copy. Oh, I got my oh, good. copy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I got good, my- good. Yeah, no, we're going to get that restocked for Christmas, man. Okay. It's been uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's been. I've been getting yelled at quite a bit at the conferences and everywhere. I was like, "Yo, it's sold out. We need to." So I need to get that under control, man. I appreciate everybody supporting the book, man. Wrote that book, obviously for my son, man. And I'm glad you were able to pick up a copy, D. Yes, sir. And uh, yeah, I appreciate that, man. Blessings as always, bro. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, man, I know you don't have a social media, but if you can let the world know before you go, and I ain't gonna, yeah. I'm gonna let you explain why you don't have one on the next time. Yeah. Next time. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, yeah, no, and that's another thing people keep yelling at me. Maybe 2019 would be the year, man. Maybe I get a <laughs> what is that thing called Instagram? or something like that maybe you know what I mean that that face that face thing Facebook thingy maybe I get uh, Snapchat chatter yeah yeah exactly maybe I catch up with the millennials man and give me a page but um, right now you can follow us at S2S podcast on Instagram man Um, I don't run it but somebody on the team does and yeah, shout us out over there, S2S Podcast, and uh, check us out at Secret to Success Podcast on iTunes, Amazon, wherever you get your uh, podcast, man. So check us out. All right, y'all. Well, hey, man, I'm, I'm definitely – this is how we end the fourth quarter of the year, 2018. I got my dog who continues to push me, support me, and even though I don't talk to him every day – he pushes me to get to that next level. Until we meet again, brother, much love hey. and success. And Blessings and happy holidays to you yes, and everybody sir. listening, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So on that note, world, oh, find me on Twitter and Instagram at isdmer. But both of us got to go, and y'all know how I close the show. Keep grinding. Keep the faith. Keep